Hello, and thank you for joining us once again for another episode of Audio 9 Design Podcast. I'm Jason. For this show, we're going off the page, even off the desktop, and into space. Workspace. Our focus this week is getting into the interior design realm of what some of us designers do. And we will be covering something close to all of our hearts and other body parts with interior design of the workspace. What's your flavor? What's your preference? What is your ideal workspace? Is it a cube? Is it a corner office? That must be nice. Is it a cave-type bunker, where the only light source is the warm glow of your desktop lighting up your face? Or is it the coffee shop, where you spend the majority of your time anyway? No matter what you do in this crazy, unpredictable design field of work, I'm willing to bet you have an ideal space where your creativity is at its peak. But with that being said, how much thought have you really put into it? No matter where you are in your career, I'm sure you have at least a little say as to what goes into your workspace. Now, whether you have full control over what your space looks like, or you are forced to toe the company line where having a red coffee cup on the yellow floor of your office building can get you fired, We all have at least some say in what our workspace looks like. So we are covering some of the top trends in workspace design today, and maybe you can take some notes, maybe propose something that sounds like it's more your style to your powers that be, because, hey, after all, a happy worker is a better worker, right? In the recent past, The majority of companies focused on what was sustainable in the workplace and what worked best for technology, where people could do everything and anything they needed to from their desk and not get up. While every company still has a large focus on technology, today technology is more mobile and the focus has shifted to an environment that is more flexible with both the workers as well as the space. In office spaces all over the country and the globe, the focus of the design is more about the people and how they interact to get things done. Not only with more ergonomic spaces and tools, but with more relaxed spaces, more comfortable spaces where people can more creatively work and think with different parts of their brain. Designers are also considering how people interact with each other throughout the day, too by way of chance encounters rather than an email. Aren't you more prone to ask a question or start a conversation with someone you see regarding a project rather than drafting a witty email to ask that same question? A popular trend is placing small nooks and meeting areas near normal areas where people gather, outside of coffee areas, break rooms, and restrooms. The reasoning for this is, say you grab some coffee, and while you're waiting to make your perfect cup, you run into a colleague 
and of course start talking about the project you both are working on, and a serious conversation takes place. Now, instead of having to wait for a conference room to be available so you can talk in greater detail and take some notes, you can go to the nearby lounge or nook area and finish off your discussion with a 20-minute meeting rather than a 90-minute one. These types of places in the design of an office both helps with spontaneous creativity and also has a way of streamlining the creative process at the same time. Kind of a two birds, one stone thing, or in this particular case, one latte, two shots. Open concepts in an office are nothing new. But have you noticed some of the latest offices have stairways in the center of the building as opposed to having them tucked away in the sides or the back of the building? This is also a method for chance encounters. Since people are moving around from floor to floor all day, staircases are being placed in a more central location to encourage face-to-face communication and collaboration. Large meeting and or conference rooms are being placed in the same centrally located fashion with glass walls, not only to keep people awake during the marathon meetings, but also to stimulate brain activity and brainstorming through the constant movement outside of those glass walls. Your brain naturally reacts to movement and it keeps you alert. On the flip side of that, designers and most employers realize that there are times when you need some privacy for either solid, no-distractions work or conference calls and the occasional personal call. Since the necessity obviously exists for such spaces, those two are a vital part of the design of a new workspace. As well as space that is flexible, I'm certain you're aware of the recent, well, five to ten years recent, changes in the desk. Since it has been proven that sitting at a desk all day is not good for your brain or your back, many employers are embracing the trend and replacing the standard desk with a stand-up or multi-position desk. These desks will either move electrically or manually and let you stand or sit as you see fit. There are even some instances where treadmill desks are being installed. So you could not only be free to sit or stand, you could walk while you work. But don't get too excited. They have a max speed of only a couple miles per hour, so no sprinting while you type. That could be more detrimental to your health than beneficial. Now, besides the overall design of a space, what about your own personal space? Have you noticed any trends? How about less wires, less clutter, and more organization? Maybe you are starting to simply see a little more nature coming into the workplace. These are all signs of the times and trends starting to make a more solid stance in the design of the workplace. FastCompany.com has a few trends that relate directly to one's personal space and how that is now being addressed in different forward-thinking ways that aim to help with both mental and physical clutter. Hiding the Wires Scott LaCiza, principal at WorkWell Partners, says one of his clients' most requested solutions is help with eliminating wires and clutter from desktops and conference rooms. Between wires, laptops, and other electronic devices to docking stations, paperwork, and personal items, there are many things that can make a room full of open desks appear very disorganized. Even a $30,000 conference table can look terrible if wires are not well concealed within the table. He points out, luckily, we are seeing more manufacturers develop solutions that are clean and simple. Multipurpose Workspaces LaCiza observes that in his 20 years in the design business, he's never seen change happen so quickly. 
Not only are cubicles disappearing, says Lasiza, but now their replacement, the bench, is being overtaken by non-assigned seating. Surprisingly enough, the executive suite is still not playing to this trend. However, multi-purpose spaces can be utilized for everything, from multimedia presentations to casual breakout areas. We will also see more oval-shaped office desks, which allow for a more convenient place for four to six people to meet, as well as a shift toward height-adjustable tables for standard meetings, he says. Offices organized by color. Jeff Miller, a veteran of Apple, and Herman Miller, vice president of design at Poppin. I'm a strong believer that if you organize your work environment with color, it will help your thoughts be more organized and colorful. He cites several studies that color boosts happiness, productivity, and creativity. We're seeing more offices integrate pops of color in unexpected ways and therefore strive to be at the forefront of offering a wide color spectrum of accessories and furniture. Community Tables Steve Delfino, Vice President of Corporate Marketing and Product Management at Technion, says the community table reflects a cultural movement. People are looking for more interaction at work and in other public settings, including restaurants and hotels, where large shared tables are making an appearance. But the community table has been a meaningful object for centuries, a symbol of kinship or alliance that is now becoming an important part of the work environment. Delfino adds, today, the table emerges as a relevant feature of an evolving workplace that now exhibits many of the characteristics of a domicile, more relaxed, more congenial, and collaborative. A mix of different textures. Delfino says he's seeing an increased emphasis on using varied materials throughout the workplace to create environments that influence wellness and productivity. Products with a rich material vocabulary provide designers with the opportunity to be original and bold, to use color and texture to create a more varied, inspiring, and personalized work environment. The end of permanent layouts. Flexibility is something all three design experts are seeing as a growing trend as traditional office spaces planned in advance with permanent layouts are giving way to the needs of an ever-changing work landscape. Delfino notes that products designed to have every element move into place and fit together without rules-based planning are the forefront of the office of the future. Modular components can be fixed, stacked, and moved around offering innumerable combinations for a dynamic and collaborative workplace. While these trends are sure to be around for a long time and will hopefully help in transforming all of our workplaces into something we enjoy more than we do now, they all take time and in almost all cases a great deal of money. If you are at all like me, I have a hard time taking the popular path, or some may call it the correct path, I would much rather enjoy taking a path of my own, and one of the simpler, faster techniques used by nearly everyone, designer or not, to bring more creativity or passion into their personal spaces is the use of color. Like every designer of nearly every style, I love color and the theory behind it, so I found some information as to how you can put that foundation, okay, maybe it's more like a paver patio, of color theory knowledge I know you have to good use. The following is from an Entrepreneur.com article by Alina Dizik. How to Transform Your Workspace with Color. In the article, she looks at a variety of colors and what exactly they can do to help transform your workplace and your workspace. Red, orange. 
Sprinkling small amounts of reds and oranges in an office, such as painting an accent wall or purchasing brightly colored accessories, can create an energetic environment, says Elizabeth Brown, principal of EB Color Consulting in Seattle. Red is supposed to raise your heart rate, she says, but use it sparingly. Brown warns as too much of such a fiery color can evoke aggression and stress. Leslie Harrington, executive director at the Color Association, a color consulting firm in New York, adds, consider a reddish palette in areas where employees spend only limited time, such as hallways, bathrooms, or even the kitchen, where employees are not working. Yellow. Businesses using yellows and bright accents can create a sense of happiness for employees who may be bored or unhappy at the office. Psychologically, the color raises self-esteem because it's often associated with cheerfulness. It's best to use bright yellows sparingly, such as on accent walls, decor, or furniture. Too much of these hues, like painting an entire room in neon yellow, can be agitating, says Mark Woodman, president of the Color Marketing Group, a nonprofit association that forecasts color direction. An exception to the rule is if you're using a bold color that is part of your logo and you want to increase the presence your brand has in your space. Make sure bold colors are offset by more muted shades. For example, Woodman suggests balancing an intense yellow with light blue or a vivid orange with taupe. Blue, green. Colors commonly found in nature, such as blues and greens, can have a calming effect on a stressful work environment, says Woodman. Since workers spend most of their days inside fluorescent-lit offices, any relation to the outside world makes people feel better. Looking for fresh ideas to grow your business? Consider greening your office with fresh plants or forest-like hues. Research published last year in the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin found a link between the color green and creativity. Among the study's participants, those who saw a glimpse of green prior to a creative task performed better. Pastels. If your office space has few windows or low ceilings, consider pastel colors like peach or lilac when you're ready to paint the walls as a way of brightening the office. Like blues and greens, the softer hues can also be helpful in stressful office environments that require a calming atmosphere. Whatever color palette you choose, beware of creating too much contrast between the light walls and the dark colors of the furniture or decor, says Brown. Too much contrast creates eye strain, she says. For example, a black and lilac palette can be jarring and cause visual fatigue. Instead, pair lilac with beige or wood grain. When it comes to your workplace and making it a source of creativity, there are literally hundreds of things you can do. And here, we barely scratch the surface. Do what you can to get the most out of your space you work in, whether it's at home or at the office. Twist and bend it and make it your own and you will see what a difference it makes in your designs. Thank you once again for listening to another episode of Audio 9 Design, bringing you the latest news, updates, and trends in the design industry. If you have any suggestions for a future podcast or want to learn more about anything you heard today, check out the podcast section for links and information, as well as everything else you need to know at audio9, that's the number 9, design.com. Until our next show, keep those pencils sharp, and thanks again.